You are listening to Genuine Chit Chat. This show is for real. Hello there, guys, and welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week is part two of my chat with Chris Brayton. So if you haven't tuned in last week, make sure you go back and check that out because part one of our conversation was about Chris and his wife Elise's amazing weight loss journey. Chris himself lost over 200 pounds in a year, which is just incredible. You see the before and after pictures of him now. And uh, I mean, he was a handsome chap before, but now ooh, top tier. But this conversation today is not specifically about the weight loss element. It's actually about something that has come from his weight loss element, which is being able to go on a lot more theme park rides and things than he could prior. And to kind of celebrate that in some ways but also because obviously with covid and stuff things got delayed chris recently went on a trip with his family to disney world in orlando to be specific and so we had a big old conversation on that because he's been there before he's been he's based in california so he's been to california disneyland Uh, we just have a big old conversation about disney's theme parks how it was being there in 2022 the comparison between the parks and just it's a really good wholesome fun conversation just about two guys basically being big kids and talking about the fun of theme parks so there's not really much else to add here in the start i would just say make sure you check out the show notes for all the other information uh, if you are listening to this on a podcast feed but you want to see mine and chris's lovely faces i am going to be releasing the full unsplit conversation onto youtube with full video as well obviously videos take a little bit longer to render on this and stuff like that so it will be a few hours after this gets released on the standard podcasting feeds but i can assure you it will be there soon if you would like to subscribe to my youtube channel it would mean the absolute world to me because i'm nearing 100 subscribers and once i get past that i can change the channel link name i know there's many more of that that subscribe to the podcast but obviously most of you don't listen on youtube and stuff so if you could do that that would be really fantastic for me but i'm not going to natter on here anymore so i really hope you guys enjoy this conversation with chris all the details are in the show notes and things and i'll be back at the end of this conversation to give information on what's coming up next and to plug my normal stuff so uh, without further ado i give you part two of my chat with chris brayton Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. How it works for you. And when, like, I was, I asked you, obviously, when you're in Disney World to send me some photos and things, because, like, me and Megan, if COVID hadn't happened, this would be the year we go, we'd go to America. But uh, I think we're aiming for right. next year now, probably, because this year is now the house mm-hmm. year. Um, so, right. When we go over there and stuff, you know, it's going to be very exciting. Hopefully, we we'll see you guys and all kinds of other sort of friends we've got over in America. But when I asked you to send me photos and things, it was like it was making me really happy because I know how much it meant to you, you being there because right. you're a massive nerd like I am, but also you being able to go on those rides. So you hear it that you were so happy that you cried on a ride. It, it I know it sounds kind of corny, but it, hearing that makes me really happy because I just, <laughs> it's just such a nice joyous thing and seeing all those photos and videos you were sending me it just it looked like it's such a blast at disney world we had a really good time it was um we really struggled with it we're not gonna lie of Mm. of going or not um Mm. it was something that we'd uh really gone back and forth because if anyone knows us like we we kept it we kept we kept it locked down like we Mm. did everything we 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 bought our food and big batches so we kept out we never we never stopped masking um we were we were good we social distanced from every family member and uh, you know and just did zoom birthdays and everything like that so like anyone that knows us knows that we we we're not just these people that laugh in the face of covid like we mm-hmm. understand like it is a it, it's a big deal um we thankfully have not lost anybody to it um mm-hmm. 
we we've had a few family members have caught it, but they caught it after they were vaccinated. And it was yeah. almost, it, you know, it, it's all, it was almost nothing for them. Like our, our, my mother and father-in-law both caught it. They thought they had allergies. That's how, but they were, they were boosted. Yeah. You know, the, so it was, it was nothing for them. And so, but we'd reached a point Well, one, we spent a, a ton of money <laughs> on it, but we, we bought the tickets. We bought the tickets 18 months ago, almost. Wow. It was almost 18 months ago when we bought it. So um, just kind of like on a whim, just like, oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta have something to look forward to, or we're going to go crazy. And so then it started coming up and, you know, the girls got there, the, our girls were able to get vaccinated as well. Like they opened it up to their age group, they're eight and 11. And, uh, and of course then Omicron hit and that was, that was a big blow, but then we just were, we were looking at the science behind it, looking at the science behind maths, looking behind like, like for us, you know, both of us boosted our girls vaccinated. We have good masks and everything. Looking at the science behind the masks, we're like, you know what, for us legitimately, if we get sick, it's just, everything is pointing towards us being, having a minor cold and having to quarantine for a certain amount of time and not a minor cold. We understand that like there are other things or we just won't catch it at all because Mm -hmm. we're going to be good with our masks and everything. And like, they're just showing that like these type of things are going to work. And so we just trusted in the science, trusted in what we, what we'd done in the past. And so we went and we, man, it was rough wearing a mask for that long. It was a long, long, long time to wear a mask, like we're double masking at some points too. And, but uh, hats off to Disney, um, hundred percent masking indoors, uh, hundred percent. Like there was no, and I probably say about like 75 to 80% of people had it on when they were just kind of walking about outside, which they were not required outside, uh, but they were recommended. And uh, most people were 75, 80% of people outdoors too. So honestly, we didn't see a face. We barely saw faces the entire time, <laughs> which was a little weird. And uh, Disney has, I want to say like they, they were up to like 97% vaccinated for all of their workers and stuff too. So anyway, um, we, we, we came back COVID free. Um, we, none of us test positive. None of us felt sick. We, we felt great. Honestly, being 220 pounds less and at least almost hundred pounds less, uh, the, it was very easy. We didn't even feel tired at the end of the day. We were pulling the kids like, come on girls, let's go like <laughs> running and everything. You know, we've been working out all day, every day and, and hit it pretty hard. And, uh, yeah. So when we got to finally go and see everything, we did uh, five days at the parks, two days of travel. Um, our hotel that we stayed at had the Skyliners, so you could get on it from the hotel and just get on a little sky gondola and take it into Epcot or, or Hollywood studios. Pretty great. So, um, we had a blast, uh, ate a ton of food, ate a ton of desserts, like, which is <laughs> rare for me, a lot of dessert. Um, and we tried the gray stuff. It's delicious. Uh, so, uh, from Beauty and the Beast, yeah. but, uh, we, it, honestly, it's so funny because like Galaxy's Edge was incredible. Uh, they really absolutely knocked out of the park. They need one more ride. They need mm. one more ride in Galaxy's Edge, and it would be honestly, it would be it would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, Rise of the Resistance, but beat all expectations. Um, Rise of the Resistance, it did it all expectations. Beat beat every one of them. It was unbelievably fun. 
Um, and the ride starts before you're even technically on the ride. Like you're in these different queues and everything. It's amazing. Smuggler's Run was an absolute blast. We were lucky we got to go on that twice. It was actually the first ride we rode, period, hmm. um, o- over the whole trip was, was Smuggler's Run. Uh, and that was that was just awesome. And, uh, you know, flying the Millennium Falcon, pretty cool. Uh, but uh, they just need one more because Star Tours, while it's one of my favorite rides, isn't actually in Galaxy's Edge. It's outside of it. So mm. it's not even part of it. But uh, it was it was so much fun. But honestly, the, the place that blew us away was Pandora from Avatar I saw the Animal Kingdom. Mental. It blew. It blew us away. We couldn't like people say, oh, it's really cool. Like he and like we're not avatar haters. I know a lot of people hate it. And they're like, why does this movie make a ton of money? But we're not like these massive avatar fans because nobody is. Nobody's this massive avatar fan. It made $20,000 billion, but it's still (laughs) nobody. It's nobody's jam. I it's it's this no weird one's anomaly. It's like, just like, hey, everyone's no seen this favorite. film. Yeah. And it's just like it's a million times. Yeah. It's fine. It's a fine movie. I enjoy it. I love the soundtrack to it. I think it's a, it's what it, it's Fern Gully meets meets uh Dances with Wolves. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's just it's super basic story, looks great. It translates very well to a theme park. Uh it looked amazing. And we went there in the day and then we came back at night. At night, it's even better. Um, but like that was the funny thing. We were not expecting to be like super jazzed about Pandora, and we're like, whoa, Avatar Land, what did you do to us? This is amazing. And so anyway, and the rides, the uh both rides that are in Pandora are are they're bonkers, they're amazing. That banshee ride that you ride, it's it's amazing. It really is. It's it's unbelievable. And um, but that ended up being probably my favorite part of it, but we, the girls were able to, our, our old, our youngest was tall enough to ride, was tall enough to ride everything. Oh, there was no ride that was off. Yeah. And so honestly, us not being, cause we were supposed to go to Disney world two years ago. Mm-hmm. I know you know the exact same feeling. Like we were going to go two years ago, but now it's like on some level, it was nice because there was nothing that was off limits to her. She had yeah. gotten tall enough to, to you ride guys, everything. Like not, so. All the family could go on yeah. everything you wanted to go on. So it's exactly. kind of like, a, a, in a, obviously not to downplay COVID, but it's like a blessing in disguise. <laughs> like We said those exact words, brother. Like we said those <laughs> exact words. Like I couldn't have gone on this ride. Uh, our youngest couldn't have gone on like X rides and everything. So this was like, it was the perfect trip. Uh, the dad and me loved uh, the mobile ordering and the app that comes with, with Disney World. It's so hilarious. Like, what's your favorite part? Oh, the the magicalness, the fireworks. Oh, the app was amazing. <laughs> like, and it was and, and like it was so. I felt so dumb because I feel like those those. I don't know if you get them in the UK, but those progressive commercials where people become their parents when they buy a home. I don't know if that's a thing. There's these commercials so. where they make. Yeah, it, it's probably just an American thing, but it's for insurance. And it's it's these commercials of making fun of people for when they buy a home, they turn into their parents. Mm. And like when, when Elisa and I watch those commercials, we actually feel personally attacked because it's like, wait, I do that now. What is wrong with me? Like, I, I used to be cool. I used to go to concerts. Now I'm caring about like, like getting to the airport four hours early and packing my own snacks and all those different things. But it's like, oh, I do that now. I'll, I'll send. I'll. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a link to these commercials. Got to do it. It's like they're too. They're they're ridiculous. 
anyway, the app. So the app, everything is good. I'm going to just talk about the app because it's really it. good. But anyway, the right, right off the bat, it zeroes in on where you are and it gives you the up-to-date wait times on all the rides. So, and then you can just click on the ride and it'll give you the walking directions to it, how long it'll take you to walk to it and what the ride wait time is going to be when you get there. Mm. It's amazing. You can filter through the map and it'll take you to, uh, you know, restaurants, bathrooms, big deal, especially mm. when you have kids, bathroom, what's the closest bathroom? Uh, and then, uh, like, and if you don't want rides, you want like an attraction, like, are, is someone going to be doing like a performance here? Or is there going to be a show that's right here? Movie times, cause they have different theaters inside each one of the places, especially Hollywood studios. Like there's a whole bunch of movies. And so then um, that's great. But then, uh, you can make your reservations through the app. But the biggest thing is they have this thing called mobile ordering where it's all tied to your, uh, to your hotel. So like you check in, you put your payment into the hotel, uh, you can through the app you can unlock your door to your room if you want to. That's wow. something, that's something that's pretty cool. But most of the restaurants, if it's not like a sit down, you know, like a sit down restaurant, you can do what's called mobile ordering, and you just tap in what you want, put it in, it charges your room, and then you just walk up and you just grab the food and walk away. Oh wow! Uh, it yeah, and so it, it just you just say oh it, it's like, oh I'm Chris order number this like oh cool here's your here's your Dole whips and he's just like yes just walk away and and so like one of the one of the times like we were in line for the Jungle Cruise which is one of our favorite rides we love that ride and the the update for it is great they they remove so much of the cultural insensitivity kudos to Disney it's fantastic good job um and so uh but anyway I was in I was in line with the girls for Jungle Cruise. And uh, Lisa had to use the restroom. And so like, I'm texting her and it's like, hey, go to Aloha Isle. And she's like, say my name. And so she walks up and like, Chris, and they just hand her, they hand her ice cream. And she's like, yes. <laughs> and so like, you're just, and so you just skip the line. And, it, and we did that for breakfast because our hotel that we stayed at, we stayed at the Art of Animation Hotel. Super cool. Great for the family. And um, so like, that's what I did for breakfast every morning. So like when we were ready to go to the parks, I would just type in everyone's order and then we'd walk down. And then just be there waiting. We eat, we were able to eat outside. You know, we could demask for a little bit. We eat outside, and we just go to the parks. So it was it was fantastic, and we were able to do that basically for any restaurant. And so anyway, big kudos to the mobile ordering part of the Disney <laughs> World app, like a big old dad. So. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. So. That's such a cool yeah. thing. It's just that, you know, <laughs> in Britain, like, I don't know if the rest of the world perceives us this way, but we we are queuers. Like, we we queue for bloody yeah. everything. Like, we when we go to other yeah. countries, we judge you for how you – people don't know how to queue. You go to Britain, okay, and if you see a line, people are like, oh, cool, but there's people queuing for this. If you see something and there's a group of people, you're like, oh, <laughs> th- these people aren't ordered yet. You know, they're not civilized people. Yeah. You need to be in a nice, clear line. Right. Anyone tries to cut in, in the UK, okay, UK people yeah. – it's a variety of aggression oh. across UK people, okay? But if, right. if you cut in line at a UK place, unless you have a very good reason or you're like right. super, super old and there's a great reason for it, <laughs> you will not get in the line. You will try and push in and everyone will look at you and everyone will call you out. Like, Why are you in this line? What, go to the back. What are you doing? We've been here for this long. You are not getting in there. If you get yeah. up there, I will push in front of you and take the order. You are not doing this. <laughs> out, you, you've never seen more agitated people, passive-aggressive people than British people as a queue cut in. But like... Also, 
we also hate queuing because we queue so much right. in our lives. Like you go to another country right. and it's like, hey, there's a collection of people there near the counter. Like, what are they doing? Where's the order? Who was there first? And sometimes you get people just push past. And you often find in like, sometimes in London a little bit or places where there's more people from other countries and stuff, they don't uh-huh. realize the queuing system and you get <laughs> you get some confrontations. <laughs> but like, we all hate queuing because we have to spend yeah. so much of our life queuing Most in this nice little new line. Right. And so we're, now where apps have started to come out a lot more, um, we went to Nando's recently, um, which is anyone outside. <laughs> there's the term the cheeky Nando's, which is like an Amer- an English meme. It's like no one Never else knows. It. No one Never. has any idea what the hell yeah. it is. Nando's is just like a... A sl- kind of like a healthier KFC. It's basically just they only do chicken. It's pretty much all skinless. It's really tasty. It's kind of like halfway between fast food and a restaurant almost. Like you sit down for the meal, okay. but it's you, know, you can have rice instead of uh, fries and stuff, or you can have you know peas or, or corn on the cob or whatever. Um, but we went there recently. And there's an app just to order, super easy. Uh, Weather spoons, which politically a lot of british people including myself have issues with the owner but the place itself is just a really cheap pub chain so you just go they have really lush food really cheap alcohol it's great app everywhere and whenever you go places now mm-hmm. with english people either there's queues and we're hating it but enforcing the queue or everyone is just belated there's an app you go to a new place and they go try yeah. our app or go sometimes nando's don't even have to have an app you just go on their website and scan a qr code on your table and it's like when when you see british people happy it's normally because there's an app that means we don't have to queue right it's just <laughs> so you saying that to me is exciting me i know yeah. half my british listeners are like wait a minute are you telling me i can go to disney world and you can reduce the queuing <laughs> it's like i'm going there now well, i'm gonna go yeah. live there <laughs> and and that's the thing is that like at Disney World, like we we were lucky. We waited in line for some rides you know, for like like we said like I I think we went on Star Tours five times mm. because the line was the line was there was no line. Yeah, you know, we were there at a time. We're in January, not Christmas. It's not you know not any other holiday. Uh, so we went. There's, there's it was definitely. I mean, we waited in line for some of them, but mm. uh, like for the most part, we didn't wait in line. So, uh, but regardless of it, like, uh, the longest we waited was 70 minutes, hmm. 70 minutes for rise of the resistance, which most people know that like, when you go there, it's like three hours, yeah. it's a three hour wait. Oh my! Lord. So like you said, any place that you could cut down on the lines, cut down the lines. And like, obviously like with us, like with like, um, Uber eats and DoorDash and all those different types of things. Like we're used to being able to mobile order food mm-hmm. and have it delivered or, or whatever. But the idea that just like when you're at a place like that, 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 that mobile ordering continues, mm-hmm. um, in the park itself is just great. Like get a churro. Here's a, here's a churro. <laughs> great. So, uh, one of the things we did too, is we bought our, I should have, I should have drunk my coffee in that. You get these little mugs that you can get at your hotel, and then that's how you get your your drinks. Mm. And so you pay twenty bucks. Um, you pay twenty bucks, but then like you just get all your drinks in that cup. As long as you have your cup, you get you get your you get your soda, your coffee. I mean, I drank twenty dollars worth of coffee on the first day because we had to wake up at what time do we have to wake up to get on our plane? Three a.m. Mm. We had to wake up at three a.m. to get to our 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 flight on time. Oof. That was that was, and then. With the time change, it was three hours ahead. Oh man! It, but you know, I was just so jazzed. I barely slept that night too, and I was just like, "I want to go to the rides." What's <laughs> it? So, want to go? On the, 
I, I'm a big kid. I really am. I, I get just as excited as my kids. And uh, even one of the the wait staff, she actually said at one of the restaurants because they brought out a dessert and they brought out because it was a family style eating. Um, and so they brought out dessert. And then the next time they brought one out, it was orange instead of yellow. I'm like, oh, it's orange. And she just kind of patted me on the shoulder. She's like, you're just a big kid, aren't you? You're just a big, you're just a big kid. I love this. It's like, I, yeah. Guess so. It's one of the many uh, reasons I love you. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, seeing and, you happy makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> and and one of the things is too is people think we're crazy because like in Disney, uh, we're in California, we're in Southern California. Disneyland is less than a three hour drive. I was going to ask about like that. Two hours. Yeah, it's about it's like two hours with with with, uh, with traffic, maybe two and a half with traffic, give or take. Um, but th- there is comparison to Disneyland and, and Disney World, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Disney World has four parks and two water parks. So it has six parks in total. It has, I want to say, like 35 different resorts that are surrounding it and everything. And each one of those resorts is neat and different and an attraction in its own way, honestly. Uh, and then um, Disneyland is, is two parks. It's Disneyland itself, and it has California Adventures. And then uh, there's uh, Disneyland Hotel... And there's a, a hotel inside of California Adventures. And Disneyland and, and Magic Kingdom, Disneyland in California and Magic Kingdom at Disney World are very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have some, they, there are some, certain things that are dissimilar. Um, like for one, uh, a small world, it's a small world. And Disneyland is its own separate area that has this big, like almost castle-esque uh, facade in front of it. And then while in Disney World, uh, uh, it's a small world. It's just like right in front of Peter Pan. And like you wouldn't even like to a Californian saying that that's Disney. It's a small world. Like, wait, what? Why isn't it? It's giant. So it's a little different. The castle at Magic Kingdom is like twice the size of Disneyland's castle. But like for the most part, they're very close. They mm-hmm. really are. Um, the Main Street USA is is almost it's it's basically a carbon copy. Um California Adventures, you could kind of say, is an analog to uh, to uh, Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. They are very similar. Um, Hollywood Studios is more like uh, more like golden age of movies and things like that. While California Adventures uh, is is has more like Marvel stuff. That's where all the Marvel things are at. Hmm. Is at California Adventures in Disneyland. Um, Disney World is almost like legit. It's weird. It's almost devoid completely of marvel it's okay. weird hmm. we were yeah it was like we saw nothing because then at california adventures they just opened the avengers campus there it's supposed to be super cool obviously we didn't go but then also then you throw in at magic at disney world you have epcot which is crazy it's super fun great place to eat best food is at epcot is it called all, all the futuristic sort of rides and stuff all the yeah, crazy yeah. vr stuff yeah Exactly. Yeah. So Epcot has like the test track, it has uh Soren and things like that. And then it has the world showcase around the ball, hmm. you know, right. Or b- behind the ball. And, um, you know, you go to different countries each time you go and um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Pre COVID each per they had kind of like a foreign exchange student program there where everybody that worked at um, the country uh, in the world showcase uh, air quotes on that for sure. Uh, they were from that country. So like you could ask them about like what, what it was like living in that country and stuff. And like, that's a bummer. Cause my girls would have eaten that up. Yeah. Obviously with travel restrictions like that was not possible. So it was just, you know, Americans. <laughs> so we're used to those. Uh, but, um, 
And then, then, then the big one is Animal Kingdom. Animal mm. Kingdom is incredible. It's it's the size of uh, it's the size of Manhattan Island. It's oh, humongous. This wow. place is this place is huge. Yeah, it's huge. You're not on most of it. It's a big, huge wildlife preserve. You can take a what's called the Kilimanjaro safaris. You can actually go on a big, like actual truck, like big, huge truck, and they take you out into the middle of it, and they and you're driving through, and like there's a giraffe right there and stuff like that. It's super fun. Um, but uh, that's I mean, like it, it's it's hard to compare the two because Disney World is so much bigger and there's so much more to do. Yeah. Um, that it's even someone that's been to Disneyland, gosh, I don't know how many times, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother level. And it was our first time for our girls. They loved it. Would so you we told say them at Christmas? Oh, sorry. Would would you say then like because obviously me and Megan we've spoken about going there. We we want to travel around like I want to clarify, if you tell us to go to Disney World, we'll still come and visit you, okay, to clarify. <laughs> uh, what do you think that will change? But would you say, like, because me and Megan, we looked online about Disney World and Disneyland. Obviously, Galaxy's Edge is a big part of what I wanted to go. And I know that Disneyland have got some Star Wars stuff, but I don't think it's as big or as anything at all like Disney World no, it's the exact same. Is it it's the exact same. Okay, but then yeah, the Harry Potter both, thing. They're both Galaxy's Edge. Right, yeah. but then, then there's the Harry Potter stuff, which is obviously Universal, which is, there's one on each as well, but I think that the one mm-hmm. that's in Florida is bigger and has got a, like a Hungarian Horntail ride, whereas the other one is basically the same, but doesn't quite have that same ride. Like, it, would you say that the yeah. Florida one's basically just, in general, it's just bigger, not necessarily Echo, it's better, but because it's almost the same in all certain ways, but then, apart from the Marvel stuff, but then there's loads of add-ons, it's just kind of, better value in a sense like what are your opinions someone who's been to both yeah so so california is an expensive state which is where i live california is much more expensive um so like to stay at the disneyland hotel is like it's like 600 bucks a night i Mm. think at least when i went to check it the hotel we stayed at in florida which is at a big you know big resort it's huge 120 dollars a night for the most expensive night I'm surprised yeah, it's so, cheaper. Even I know you say the state, but like I would have as wrongly assumed that because it's Disney no, it's World, because, mm, it's because they can accommodate so many more people. That's the right. biggest, the biggest difference. Is as someone that, like I love Disneyland. I do Disneyland. No matter what, is incredibly crowded. You will never go there and not be. It's not. It's it's never not crowded. Just because it's so much smaller. There's mm. so much. So then you go to Disney World, you can, everyone goes to Disney World, it can accommodate, it, honestly, probably the same amount of people go to Disneyland and go to Disney World, but then you can split it up into two other parks, hmm. which in turn makes each park less busy. Um, plus, your your all the other stuff that you can do at Disney World itself, too. Um, I mean, each hotel itself is basically its own little theme park. It's, hmm. a, it's amazing. Um, like, our hotel had three separate pools two restaurants, um, arcades and stuff like that too. Like it, we could have just stayed at our hotel and hung out. They did, they did movies outside drive-in movies every night for the kids. Um, and so like, we, we didn't even have to leave our hotel if we wanted to just have a good time. Obviously we had a better time going to the <laughs> world famous parks. Um, but yeah. So, uh, but if I, I, I could, I can't speak on universal, um, we love Universal Studios here in in California. I love it. It's such a it's a much more chill vibe um, there. It's usually a lot less crowded. Um, but yeah, the the Harry Potter Wizarding World of Harry Potter is much bigger 
at Universal Studios Orlando, hmm. uh, you actually get on the train and you take the train to and from different parts of the park. So, uh, but I can't speak on it. I haven't been there. We loved Wizarding World in in California. I'm looking forward to going back so I can actually ride those rides because they looked really fun when my daughters went on them. Mm-hmm. So they looked like a blast. Uh, but I mean, um, you going to Disneyland is so nostalgic and it's that like, it, it, it is nostalgic. Um, I, they're building the Tron park in mm. Disney world and I'm pretty sure they're adding it on in Disneyland too. And so there's always things that they're adding and changing and things like that. But Disneyland uh, is is about the nostalgia. It really is, especially if you watch like behind the attraction. You look at the the different Disney's in like in Shanghai, Hong Kong, and stuff like how much more advanced they are. We've got one in Paris. Uh, those parks. That's the Europe yeah, local yeah. one and, that I've gone to a lot when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah, but the like the ones in Shanghai and Hong Kong, those rides are so high tech. Mm. But it's because uh, in America, if they want to change it, people riot because like. Don't mess with the nostalgia. Keep it the same. And like, <laughs> I, I understand it. I also understand it at the same time. Like, I get it. Like, I'm a big nostalgia guy too. Like, I do understand. Um, but like in one in Disney World, like you're seeing, you're gonna see the more advanced rides. You're gonna see the Epcot and Hollywood Studios. You're gonna start to see those rides because it's not they're not holding on to the nostalgia as much. Um, so there is gonna be some more advancement at Disney World itself. Uh, mm. but. Yeah, I, w- I w- if, if I was going to tell anybody, as a guy that's been to both multiple times, uh, go to Disney World. Like, legitimately, there's it's less it's less crowded. It's cheaper. You're going to save a lot more money, especially if you're already flying. You're yeah. already flying anyway. Um, it's it's cheaper. Hotels are cheaper. Food's cheaper. Everything is cheaper. Even the lightsabers. If you're going to buy the lightsaber, they do the whole lightsaber thing. It mm-hmm. like says it's cheaper at Disney World. That, anno- um, like that annoys that's... me. That element should be the same for both. That's that's frustrating, but that's good to know yeah. because, like I've said to it's Megan, she, it's cheaper. Because I, I said to Megan, I was like, I don't care how much it costs. I have to go into my savings. I, well, we were going to save up for it. You know, we're pretty good with money. We we just yeah, put yeah, away like course. hundreds of pounds at the start of every month. Some is for a holiday. Some is for the house. Some is yeah. for just like other stuff. So we normally at the start of each yeah. month, it's just like more than half our wage. We've got the bills come out straight away, and then what we've got left is disposable. More than half it's just gone into savings, just so we can you know when we go right. traveling out the year, it's like oh cool, uh, fuel cost a bit more driving up to Scotland. We thought let's just take it out of the holiday fund rather than being you know right. a term over here we use skint when you haven't got. Much money um so with a galaxy's edge thing i know we'll be wrapping up here soon as well so running out of time um but like i said to megan i was like i don't care how much it costs i mean if it was like a thousand pounds that would probably be my limit but i was like i genuinely would spend hundreds of pounds which i'm gonna have to to just the experience of going to galaxy's edge like I would pay the ticket price to for the whole of Disney World just to go to Galaxy's Edge because that's, you know, my jam. And, like, yeah. go to the workshop and build a lightsaber. And Megan's super hyped for it, too. And we want to make our lightsabers. And obviously, going to have to FedEx it back to the UK. It's going to be, like, another 50-odd dollars each plus. Um, and then we're going to put them on the wall of our house, like a cross, like a, like a crest almost. Yeah. Like, we want to do that sort of thing. So it's like, it's for me, it's, it's making a lightsaber I can't wait to do. But everything else, you know, being immersed in Star Wars stuff. I'm just, oh, man. I mean, I'm wearing my, I'm wearing a Star Wars top actually here, which is oh, from yeah. America. Yeah. And you're wearing your Mos Eisley one. My, yeah. I was going to yeah. say that because I saw the photo of that when you were showing me some of the Disney World pictures. But uh-huh. like, Megan bought me this from America. Like, when we were first dating, um, uh-huh. after like two or three weeks of us meeting, she went to America um, for a month. So very early on in our, before we were even 
calling each other boyfriend girlfriend when we literally were just mm-hmm. dating and she went to america for a month um to see her friend and travel and this sort of stuff and she got me this from i don't i can't remember where it was um because i can't remember any american shops it might have been the trader joe's do they sell clothes that's a food <laughs> no. place isn't it that's like trail yeah, mix yeah, and stuff a- isn't it it, it, I mean, it's a, it's a, that's really funny grocery store. Oh, okay. yeah. That's, no. that's so I know probably, so little probably, about it. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, do you think? No, I, don't worry. Don't, don't worry about it. It's just a stand up. Let me see the shirt. Let me see. <laughs> it's just a standard style. Is that the OG poster? Yeah. I mean, you, you literally could get that at Walmart. There we so, go. Like, it could, Maybe it was a Walmart. Yeah. It could have been Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can buy Star Wars so in Primark here, which is like a yeah, yeah. very similar. Um, but I mean, that's, that's amazing funny. talking about like Disney stuff because yeah, we obviously want to go over to um in, uh, go over to America and like we want to go to Florida because my friend Tony lives there. Um, but we also want to go you know to California because you guys are there. We, there's more to do in California than just Disney and Universal. Obviously, yeah. California is you could do you could do so much here. Mm. And uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, just um, I know there's probably some purists out there that would say like, oh no, go to Disneyland, but like it. You just can move better. Yeah, mm. you can. You don't have to wait as long in lines. Like Disneyland is always crowded. Like it just, it just is because there's just a finite amount of space you can put them into. And um, but doesn't mean it's not fun. Yeah, Universal Studios here in California is never busy. Like it, it's great. Like I don't know how it's always. I've never been and had to wait that long in anything. So, well, um, well, that's the yeah, that's the so trick. I, so, Florida Disney World, yeah. and then California uh-huh. at Universal. But also, we said we want to travel to America. We want to go to Vegas as well because I want to see the Grand Canyon. Totally. Um, and mm-hmm. Megan said Vegas are quite cool with some cool museums there. And we've got a couple of friends. A shout out to BZ and Tonya because they live in Vegas. So it's like there's people I know all like scattered around America. So like I I want to mm-hmm. be able to see some cool parts of it. But I was me and Megan were having this sort of debate before COVID. We were just looking at them and we we're like. You know, this looks the same as this one, but this one costs more money. But then this one has got this. Right. We're just like, but we want to go to both states. So there's not even a really easy, <laughs> right. clear thing of which one to go to. <laughs> so yeah. um, I'll, I'll be getting I'll, Megan to listen we'll to this. We'll meet you in Vegas. Yeah, if, if if you want to meet in Vegas, we can meet you there. It's about a four-hour drive for us. So wow. it's, it's not that far. That's amazing. So, uh, yeah, obviously, since we've had the kids, we don't go very often. <laughs> no, I can uh, imagine I, not. <laughs> I hate gambling i am the cheapest yeah, yeah i, hate I am the too. cheapest guy on the face but like the shows are great there buffets are great there there's That's so many other see. great things to do yeah, yeah and it's a cool place to see like it's it's unlike anything you've ever seen in your life when you go mm-hmm. there and yeah. they just opened up a new american football stadium there and i want to go there it's high super high tech and everything so i really want to see that yeah um grand canyon we're going to take the girls probably actually honestly we're probably going to take them to the grand canyon next month nice so that that's our plan yeah that's so, amazing i've been but elise and the girls have never been and it's only a seven hour drive for us mm. seven, seven hour 19 minute drive so it's not that's not long at all not long in so, american terms uh, as, over here you can almost get to scotland uh, in that time so <laughs> right someone someone joked in the eu when they were in europe they said like oh you joke that like you miss a turn and you end up in norway yeah. And then, like, some I saw someone on Twitter, like, gosh dang it, I did it. Wait, I was making fun of people for that. It's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, to, dr- to drive across, like, it would take us, if we drove from our house to Disney World, it would take us 37 hours if we didn't even stop. So that's how long it would take to get there. So of anything under 10 hours for an American is like, that's pretty good. 
Yeah, so, whereas, whereas yeah. for us, it's like, oh, driving to Scotland and back in one day, which is what I have, I've done, I did twice at the end of 2021. Yeah, yeah each way was eight hours of no traffic, but there was storms and traffic and stuff. So it was like 10-ish wow. hours. I'm like, God, that was a long drive. Or in America, it's like, and then you go- could drive that far, it's still not even go out the state in some places. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, in California, yeah. It goes to, for us from Bakersfield to San Francisco, at least his family lives in San Francisco. Um, it's four and a half hours, five with traffic. Yeah, and plus in Scotland, you got to worry about all the ghosts too. So you got you're constantly <laughs> weaving in and out of the ghosts and everything. So you got to watch out. Oh my, my god! My friend Drew, he lives out. He lives outside of Edinburgh, and 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 I just say like I was listening to a podcast about Edinburgh. It's like, man, that is a haunted place. Like, why would it, like it's just like it's just ghosts. It's like, yeah, you just gotta you just gotta like walk around them. He's a he's got a good sense of humor about it, but yeah. One of my friends said, um, who who moved to Scotland, they were like, um, they weren't enjoying it much. This was years ago, like 10 years ago, uh, for someone new from college. And I was like, what, what's Scotland like? And they're like, it's not good. I was like, really? I've heard good things. Like, where I am, it's just heroin and iron brew. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> it's iron brew is the, in I, Scotland, the only place I've in the world. I've got to try iron brew. It's weirdly no, yeah, good. I, I've got to try it. Weirdly yeah, nice. Uh, my friend Drew... You, I got to introduce you, my friend Drew. You, you would love him, but he, like, we've done podcasts. And he just is chugging this iron brew, and you cannot find it in the states. No. And I have wanted to try it for probably for like five, six years now. When he, I just saw him. It's like, what is that? It's like, what does it taste like? And he's like, Metal? it tastes like iron brew. Yeah, it's like, he's, it's he's like, like it tastes like iron brew. And, and, like and so I'm like, okay, well, no, what it, what does it taste like? He said, well, tell me what Coke tastes like. Oh, it tastes like Coke. He's like, Iron Brew tastes like Iron Brew. I'm He's like, not wrong. It, you got me. He's not wrong. So, yeah. I'll so. finish this off. It's, it's the only, Scotland is the only place in the world where the number one selling soft drink isn't Coca-Cola because it's Iron Brew. Like, it's, it's, right. it's, it's but obviously we're, Scotland are connected to England, so I can get Iron Brew like down the shop. And just once a year, I'll get this massive yeah. craving for Iron Brew and I have it once and I'll be like, that was really nice, but I, I don't want it again <laughs> for another year. And then I'll treat it. myself. <laughs> well, I have to, I have to send you Cactus Cooler. So cactus cooler is 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 a is a soft drink and it's only sold in the southwest united states so like southern california arizona texas new mexico like everywhere that you think of like as the old west in, in movies that's where they would sell this cactus cooler and it's this odd like orange pineapple soda and it's amazing but no one outside of the southern United Southwest United States even knows that it exists. So I have to send you some of that. Wow. Yeah, we'll have to do a little, little gift exchange. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> we'll swap. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Chris, it's always a delight speaking with you. All we spoke about was your incredible weight loss journey. And then Disney. I've still got the note from – this is the notepad yeah. I used from our first conversation, okay? Because there, <laughs> I made like 10 notes of it. And we still – we've barely spoken about, you know, Lego. Okay, We're going to have to have do, another let's conversation. Do, let's let's do rapid. Just do a rapid one real quick. Just, <laughs> just, just do rapid. Like, oh, God. I, I, got, I got like six minutes. Six Very minutes. Rapid. Let's do oh, this. Oh, God. Well, I don't want to okay. start with Lego because that's going to be a whole massive conversation. I love so. Lego. I love I, Lego. I, Everything about Lego is great. There you go. Did it. Disney. Okay. What do you think of like Disney shows and stuff like Disney Plus? What do you think of that? Hey, I I hated Boba Fett. I thought he was super overrated. Now I like Boba Fett. See, there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Disney done. Disney's done. Line yeah. done under it. Star Wars. Like like yeah. like. Yeah. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, Return of the Jedi. Return That's of the my- Jedi. Then Rogue One. Uh, yeah, Return of the see, Jedi and Rogue One. I think mine's Revenge of the yeah. Sith, then Return of the Jedi. I, Return of the Jedi didn't used to be, but as I've gotten older, I just appreciate it more. I, I love it. It's just, man. I, I, huge fan of Ewoks. I know so you I, love Wicket and everything. Oh, yes. I, I, for me, Return of the Jedi was the one that I saw 
so much as a kid. I didn't mm. see the other ones because I, I think we've talked about this. My dad, yeah. we didn't watch sci-fi stuff. He liked Westerns and war movies. That's what mm. Indiana Jones. That's what we watched. Mm. So I saw Return of the Jedi when it come on cable. And that was that was it. So as far as I know, if it doesn't have Job of the Hut, doesn't have Ewoks, it doesn't have the Emperor. What is Star Wars? It's nothing. So like that's so Return of the controversial. Jedi. Ending this conversation on a very controversial yeah. opinion. I mean, I yeah. love. So there you go. I, I, I love. I love Ewoks and Star Wars. Uh, I want to clarify. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I we'll we'll wrap this up now. Um, do you want to tell people just um where? Uh, where people can find you like are you still keeping the I like to like things social yeah, media so, going so I got rid of Twitter just because Twitter is a horrible place to be Accessible. so I got rid of Twitter uh, so twi- the second the show was over oh Twitter's gone like immediately <laughs> like, man I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the show but man I'm not gonna miss Twitter click gone <laughs> so that was awesome um, I'm still on Instagram though I like Instagram Um, it's fun just like like with Megan I love her grits get fit like it's great to 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 watch her journey uh, but you can uh, Instagram if anybody needs a, a pick me up, if anyone needs a little like accountability for weight loss, if anyone needs anything like anything specific about like weight loss, like Elise and I are open books about it. We have absolutely no qualms talking about like excess skin. Like, what does your poop end up being like after you wor- you work out a ton? Like, all this. Like, we don't. I care. should have like, asked those questions. I I, I mean, yeah, to think about the poop one, but I should have asked about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like if if you have anything, you can find us on on Instagram at uh, like two. That's the number two. So like two like things on Instagram, and uh, mm. I'm still active. I'm gonna stay active on that. I might transition that just to like a personal account, but yeah. I'm gonna I'll keep the hashtag. I'll keep the the at for it. But yeah, if anyone has anything they want to talk about, like I I'm glad to talk about anything. You want to talk about being a dad? You want to talk about being a parent? Want to talk about beards? I want to talk about anything. I want to talk about how much you love Mike and Megan. Like any any of those things. Like I'm down. So please don't message Chris telling you how much you love me. That would be like that would be yeah. lovely for my ego, but I don't need to hear that because right, <laughs> I, right. I don't need that in my person personal life. Hearing you know people already talking about me in positivity. It's just like I just want them right. talk to me to my face. You know, tell me help help me feel good about me. I'm joking. I feel great about me. But um, Chris, it's been an absolute delight uh, <laughs> chatting with you. I'll, I'll stop the recording here, but I don't want you to leave because I've got a question for you after recording. Super secret okay. question. Um, but just thank okay. you as always, dude, for being so open and honest. And and for being Love emotionally you, vulnerable because you. you are, as I said in our first conversation that was recorded, you are the epitome of the modern man and more men need to be. <laughs> Thanks. Thank <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. I really hope you enjoyed my conversation with Chris. It was absolutely delightful chatting with him. If you didn't listen to the episode of Genuine Chit Chat that he was on prior, make sure you go check out episode 131 of Genuine Chit Chat because, yeah, it's just another great, fun conversation and I love speaking with him. And although he has confirmed that the I Like to Like Things podcast is no more, he's still going to be doing podcast guesting and things like that, but the podcast is still up, so you can still listen to those episodes. They're very wholesome, very good if you want to get into some new stuff. But if you don't want either of those things, but you want to hear more of my voice or you want to hear Megan's first solo podcast without me, make sure you tune into the episodes with myself and also with Megan, two separate episodes, both in 2021. Mine was about Sherlock, Megan's was about RuPaul's Drag Race. I have included links to those in the description description uh, to Spotify and things but if you just type in I like to like things podcast wherever you listen to genuine chit chat you will be able to find it even if you have to type in my name afterwards but I do recommend you check those out because they're a lot of fun and I love doing them 
I also said in the intro that I'm going to be releasing a full version of this onto YouTube with video. I want to clarify, I am still doing that, but it's just an extra plug. Please go and subscribe to me on YouTube if you could. If you've already subscribed on YouTube and you want to support the show even further, there's a few ways you can do this. So you can give ratings or reviews on Spotify. You just have to give out a five-star rating. You don't need to write anything. It takes a few seconds. I would hugely appreciate that. But in addition to that, you can write mini reviews on Good Pods or Podcast Addict or Apple Podcasts. And those sort of things really help get the show exposed. So I know it's a bit of a pain. A lot of you listeners always been asked to do it on every podcast. But if I ask you really, really nicely, then maybe one or two of you would do it a bit more frequently because it's always glorious when I get to see that. It does stroke the ego. And as I said, it does help with the exposure of the show. So it's a win-win for me, even if it's a bit of a pain for you guys to have to do that. But if you want to support the show without doing those things, you can also share on social media. You can talk to your friends about it. But if you want to do even more than that and get in my really good books, even more so than you already are for just listening to the show, you can support my show on Patreon. Patreon.com com slash genuine chit chat you can give as little as one pound a month which i think is about a dollar and a half and for that you get hours and hours of additional content so you would have already listened to the full unsplit conversation with chris brayton because i always release my full episode of genuine chit chat on the patreon feed the special audio feed you get a link to it when you sign up to my patreon you get a link and you can put that in pretty much any podcast player that you listen to or you can just play it on the patreon app itself or the desktop site where you can listen to the full unsplit episode of genuine chit chat when part one drops on on this feed so you get genuine chat episodes early you also get some of my book reviews that i do on star wars comics and canon early i also do specifically star wars book reviews on my patreon that aren't on my star wars comics and canon or on my youtube channel me and megan also do an afterthought show and i release at least one of those a week where we talk about series and movies and tv shows and all kinds of other stuff uh, we've recently done don't look up on which was a netflix movie uh, we've done the witcher series 2 and the movie that goes along with it which is animated nightmare of the wolf we're going through the Harry Potter films at the moment. Uh, there's also films at the cinema that we go to watch. We normally do afterthoughts on those as well. Obviously, coming up soon is the MCU movies. We've got The Batman. There's lots of other cool things that are coming out. I think we might be going to see Uncharted soon with Tom Holland as well for a bit of fun. So if we do do that, we may end up doing a review of that too. But we do new movies are spoiler-free, series are spoiler-free, unless they're like super old. And uh, then we also do some classics as well that we talk about. We have, we're due to do American History X and Malcolm X soon as well because we watched those recently. So there's a wide variety of content over on Patreon, both early access to stuff and stuff that you can't find anywhere else. Plus some of the banter that me and Megan have that a lot of you listeners really, really enjoy. And some of you message me as soon as the episode drops quoting parts of it with me. I know a couple of you quoted the Goblet of Fire one that me and Megan recently released least because of Megan's disdain for Ginny Weasley. So that's a fun conversation there in itself. But also you get to support the show and help get the gears turning because the show isn't free. Uh, I have my show on a podcast hoster that costs me a little bit of money each month and obviously just the amount of time I invest. So if you do have additional money that you're willing to give to myself that you also want to support the show and get additional content, please consider checking out my Patreon for as little as £1 a month. Aside from that, guys, a couple of other little plugs here. So all the guest spots I've done semi-recently are in the show notes. I'm planning on doing more guest spots this year. I've got a couple already planned and whatnot. It's just January. has been obviously quite a busy month of things, as it usually is. So I haven't done a huge amount of guest spots specifically this month. But all the other ones I've done in late 2021 are all in the show notes as well. And in addition to that, if you're a fan of the Book of Boba Fett, or maybe even if you're not a fan of Book of Boba Fett, but you've seen it, and you want to hear a big discussion show where the guests change every week, go over to either my YouTube channel or over to Comics in Motion 
on any podcast app and you can listen to the weekly Book of Boba Fett discussion show that I've been doing. I've had a wide variety of guests on there. Some have been on Comics and Motion episodes before, some are newbies to the family and it's just a nice wide variety. In each episode, I try and have a different group of guests. So there's a, a huge amount of different conversations, different slight structures, different opinions. It, it's a lot of fun and I'm very excited to do the finale next week as well, which will be out on Friday. And all of that put aside, the last thing I'm going to plug here, guys, is my own show, Genuine Chit Chat. Uh, next week should be my conversation with Gia de Cadenet. She is someone who was born in America. She is an author and she moved over to France. She has a book out called Getting His Game Back. And we spoke about basically why she liked living in France so much for the most of the conversation. She was a lot of fun to chat with. We spoke about, you know, things I often talk with with authors, which is the writing process, why they decide to write a book, the general themes of the book, and how it sort of connects with various different cultures both from America also as an individual's identity plus also going over to France so there's a lot of discussion on culture and also a lot of discussion on being an author and Gia was absolutely delightful we had a lot of fun a lot of laughs in that conversation as well so that's just going to be a you know, one hour long one and that will be out next week and then I've got plans to speak with the all powerful Spider Dan uh, either next week or the week after and so I'm hoping for a nice long conversation with him so I imagine that'll be a two-parter and I've got a few other things in the pipeline a few other things that are are under the radar at the moment that I cannot confirm until they have been recorded but that is generally what you can expect from Genuine Chit Chat over the coming month or so Uh, I've also got a few other things but um, I'll get into those when they are more confirmed but that is it from me guys thank you so much for listening as always make sure you follow Chris on social media because as I said even though they're not doing any more I like to like things things specifically they are still going to be doing other podcasts they're going to be guesting in other places and uh, it's just always fun to follow more people on social media especially when they're as wholesome as Chris and Elise so make sure you do that subscribe rate review check out my Patreon if possible and all those usual things you guys are so amazing at doing I appreciate each and every one of you listening especially all the way to the rambly end of this podcast that I always uh do and just thank you appreciate each and every one of you so i will talk to you guys next week with my conversation with gia de Cadenet. you have just experienced host creator everything else of genuine chit chat and also the host and creator of star wars comics and canon found on the comics in motion podcast mike burton